Hi, everyone. Dr. Maria Sampalas. Thank you for joining the live podcast today. We have Mike from Specsavers today with us in Canada. Hi, Mike. How are you? Very good, Maria. Good to be here. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you, too. Uh, for those of you that do not know Mike, Mike is a qualified optician with nearly 40 years of experience in the industry across four different countries. In his career, he's experienced franchise ownership himself. He recently arrived in North America from Australia and New Zealand, uh, where he helped optometrists and opticians start their own business. Mike is the Partnerships Director at Specsavers Canada and here to share the opportunities for ownership up north for optometrists and qualified to practice in Canada. Uh, welcome, Mike. Thanks, Maria. I've heard a lot of incredible business opportunities Specsavers is offering optometrists, but first, for those of us that do not know, who is Specsavers? Yeah, I just realized, by the way, Maria, with the introduction, and thank you for the lovely introduction. First of all, your, uh, you know, the people that will actually tune in and watch this, uh, they're probably relieved because they would have expected somebody who's 100 years old, having been for 40 years in optics alone. But I still feel as, as bright and as energetic as anything. Uh, certainly the days that I started 40 years ago, and I realized that Specsavers and I are probably about the same age in optics, nearly 40 years. 40 years ago, Specsavers started a UK optometrist business, husband and wife team. Doug and Mary are both optometrists and still are involved in the business and uh, certainly very excited to also have looked back 40 years to say we've created such a unique partnership model. They brought together optometrists and opticians and their business owners and they discovered pretty much from their own experiences as well that business owners need unparalleled support that will enable them to fully focus on providing what they do best uh, a quality eye care to everyone so the pair opened the very first specs store in 1984 and that store has since been joined by another two and a half thousand additional businesses and now they're operating across 11 countries and the service probably on average about 41 million customers a year wow still the same family business it has not changed ownership um it's still optometry led the very same way that it started and it makes us the world's largest private optical optical uh, retailer in the world what has your journey been like so far in canada well, we came here with uh, a, a, an ambition and unashamedly we kind of posted that our, our objective here is to open 200 locations across Canada by 2024. So we opened 27 um, locations here in Alberta and also BC. Um, and also Toronto, Ontario will actually feature the very fast spec service store next month as well. I suppose uh, what started in November really last year with just one store in British Columbia has quickly grown to, as I said, a, a good number of stores, 27, and we're still going, and Alberta and Ontario, as we said, is very much growing as well. We're still on track to open another 70 stores in the next six to 12 months, uh, and it means that currently we're really operating with anything from one to up to four, Run respects stores that are opening every single week across the three provinces. Can you tell me more about a partnership model and how it works for optometrists that are not familiar with this model? Yeah, of course. I, I spend all my days talking to people about this. So, yeah, I'd be delighted to share it with anybody on this podcast. 
So we're a franchise business and we refer to our franchisees as partners. Partnership really is our secret sauce. And, you know, put simply, we're in this together. And working together as partners is what we do better than anyone else. And it is the heart of our business. Our business ownership model allows eye care professionals and retail professionals, as I mentioned before, to start their own clinic and store with the support of our spectators, while maintaining autonomy and independence of their profession. Now, if you're a new partner, it's a tanky business. We will take all the worry of all the moving parts that are required to put together and all the hard work to build this super high-tech and modern new store. And of course, like any new business that trades profitably, our partners enjoy not only profit, but also appreciating value in the business when they come to sell in the future. Now, how do you make sure like optometry partners and retail partners are compatible? I think that's super important in the retail setting. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And um, first and foremost, we're looking for the right people. What I mean by that is ambitious, aligned people with our vision and values and really believing in our model and what we're trying to do together. Because as I mentioned before, we're a partnership of so many partners around 11 countries. Now, once somebody's approved as a partner, we definitely have to match the optometry and the retail partners together. And obviously, we know enough during the process and we believe that when we put them together, they will bring out the best in each other as well. Um, partners are always fully supported throughout the process. It's a little bit of a business dating sort of session. And without any doubt, the people component, that compatibility has to be apparent to them as well. It's not about us forcing any partners together. But the entire process that everybody goes through, our own sort of approval process for every partner, means that we know enough. And when we bring people together, there is a probability of success here. And so far, I've been doing this for a long time. Very rarely, we don't really end up matching people well. But as any business relationship, Maria, People need to keep on working at it. What are some benefits of the partnership relative to other opportunities that optometrists might have in Canada? Yeah. Well, look, uh, all our clinics, first of all, foremost, are brand new. So they're equipped. They look fantastic. They're equipped with advanced technology. And we think that we provide in market leading eye care exams and services in general. Now, as an example, we use OCT, optical coherence tomography, uh, 3D scan of the eye on, with every single patient over the age of five years old. In our other markets, this has involved also in the past rigorous piloting. We ensured that we make sure that we can support it. And overall, it's all about enhanced care for our patients. Now, we focus on making sure, obviously, as we say, that this technology is very much used for every patient, that that's when it works. Uh, meaning that we're not going to wait until there are symptoms to really check through the 3D scan what is happening. So when we, when we introduced this as part of all the eye exams in Australia, we thought we, we, we certainly sort of embarked on finding out a little bit more. And what we found out is that we were detecting twice the amount of undiagnosed cases of glaucoma. Now, early detection, as we know, is the goal here. Uh, OCT is enabling optometrists to make also confident clinical decisions on when to monitor and when to call people back and when to refer to ophthalmology. 
So undoubtedly, we're excited that we also now they make this available here for all the spec service locations as well. Now, obviously, the additional thing in a commercial sense, because that was very much about the clinical side, our optometrists are actually owners, not just of the independent optometry, but also they receive 40% profits of the optical store. They own 40% of the optical store as well. Now, that is also managed by the retail partner, another person that is also closely connected and aligned to delivering the ultimate care and service to all our patients that come in. Now, as we said, ownership with Specsavers does offer optometrists choice, autonomy, and flexibility over the clinic and career, plus an appreciating asset that they can actually sell in comparison to just having an optometry seat. Yeah, I think those are all great points that you point out. Um, and, and a lot of optometrists are looking for a great clinical setting to practice and have all the technology. But I think from a, you put your business hat on these, you know, we, Optometrists, this is new to Canada. So if optometrists want to know, you know how are the stores performing, if they want to partner, they want to make sure it's a successful model. Of course, of course. So obviously we arrived in Canada as a brand new business and we're not going to forget this. Uh, however, we do also know that we bring along a rich history and track record of success across 10 other countries. Now, I suppose here in Canada, one of the most telling measures of success for the brand spec service um, is very much about the direct comparison, perhaps, of the 16 stores that are now, you know, trading as spec service locations. They were previously trading as image optometry, and we set about to rebrand them as a spec service business. Now, I suppose when you compare their success in results probably will demonstrate best how well is the spec service brand delivering here and how it's connecting with customers and patients. So last month, as an example, the rebranded stores delivered 86% higher performance over the same last year. That's 86%, almost double. Now, in, in just that short time since opening, we've delivered also 30,000 eye exams and we sold over 65,000 pairs of glasses. Another outstanding you know, uh, figure for us is that we see every single week an increase of people coming with outside prescriptions as well. So they've chosen or they've ended up going to their familiar place for an eye exam and then they've decided to shop around and they ended up in a spec service store. To give you an idea, in the last 30 days, we've seen over 5,000 customers that actually brought in their prescriptions and they got their glasses from us. Now, half of that might actually be an outside prescription. And as a spec service business owner or partner, uh, whether that's on the retail, or the optometry side, obviously, as we said, you own that 40% of the retail store connected to the clinic. So that highlights an impressive potential to grow the business through outside scripts as well. So it's about growing our own volume, but also becoming their place to shop when people actually go around with the prescription as well. Yeah. Now, I know to start this franchise models here in the U.S., I mean, even to start a practice cold might take depending on 200 to $400,000 worth of startup costs, how much is the cost to start a business with Specsavers? Yeah, no, spot on. And uh, as a business owner yourself, you, you probably are familiar with how expensive things are. Um, building a brand new, fully equipped, high-tech optometry clinic, all the top-notch equipment, the retail store, the systems is very expensive. You're absolutely right. Our feed-out cost at the moment probably around to half a million or 600,000 Canadian dollars. 
depending on the size and location as well. So you're right, it is very expensive. It's about multi-lane equipment. And, you know, the remarkable thing here, I suppose, the refreshing thing is spec service pays for the fit out. And we have no expectation of a payback of that investment that we make. We look at it as, you know, that a practically free store is very much what we invest in people. We create wow. a phenomenal store and we started and it's for our partners to revel in it, enjoy it and delight the patients without really worrying about it in that sense. So wow. if you think about it, yeah, it's remarkable. And I know that this is exciting and confusing for various people. Um, and I want to make sure that everybody gets it in this podcast. We've committed to invest in over a hundred million Canadian dollars to cover a hundred percent of the startup cost of these new locations, the 200 new locations that we're building in Canada. So this is creating this phenomenal opportunity for independent optometrists and opticians and managers to become business owners. This is how we chose to invest in eye health here in Canada and provide some phenomenal opportunities for people. Yeah, I mean, that's totally unheard of. I mean, you know, Specsavers setting up the costs um, and just making it available to, um, you know, qualified optometrists or even dual American Canadian citizens that want to come practice. I can what, imagine. Why is the passion to do that, to have, like to put all that money in? Because you don't have that with a lot of corporate opticals. They, they want you to take some of the risk too, and, and they take all the optical reward. Yeah, look, uh, first and foremost, I'd imagine that um, we would describe ourselves, I know that we describe ourselves as a people-centric business. And one of the ways that we can demonstrate this is to actually look for the right people and back them. Now, we know that as a brand new brand here in Canada, we would not actually have a lot of track record. And people would be a little bit skeptical. But as I said, we come here with a rich history and a phenomenal track record across 10 other countries. We're a market leader where we operate. And clearly for that, we need the best people. And sometimes the best people might have had some barriers in front of them. You know, raising the capital and investing half a million dollars is a tough decision. And undoubtedly optometrists and opticians might have faced this dilemma in the past. The risk that they potentially saw that stopped them from realizing the dreams. So from our perspective, we want to grow quickly and we wanted to remove barriers for every great person to come forward and say, I want to be part of this and I want to create a future for myself. So we're a privately owned business. We make some good decisions in that sense. And we think this is a great decision to really put our money and invest in people to grow this brand. Yeah, I mean, there. I think there's a lot of good uh, you know, incentives that your team is offering. For optometrists that are interested in partnering with Specsavers, what kind of optometrists are you looking for? How can they interview properly to get the position that they want? Yeah, so I suppose the first thing that you need to do is just go to our website and express your interest. Okay, We will be, keep on looking for people, but again, people need to take the next step themselves. So if you're watching this podcast, go to join.specsavers.com.ca. I'll repeat this, is join.specsavers.com.ca and express your interest. It's an intuitive website. Have a look around. There's lots of information there and then just get in touch. That's probably one of the first steps. Second thing that we do is we've got a very rigorous process. So it's a bit about getting to know people. It's a little bit around figuring out 
you know, why do people join optometry? What motivates them? And then describe a little bit about who we are and how we go about things. But simply put, what Specsavers is, is a company that really is very much invested in transforming eye health here in Canada. What does that mean? Is actually ensuring that there is easy access, there's affordability, and effectively means that Canadians have a frequency that perhaps should be a lot more frequent than what it is today to get in eye exams. So we need somebody who is motivated and passionate to really do whatever we can to actually encourage Canadians to really have more frequent eye exams. And then obviously at the end of it, it's very much about having access to great eyewear, but also the one that is affordable as well. So aligned to our vision and values is a, it's a clear thing so if people believe in what we do and they like what they see when they come to our great stores and anybody can come in and see one of our stores and you know there'll be one round the corner if you live in canada if you live in the us you might need to jump on a plane but don't let that stop you get in touch then it's very much about making sure that people are as ambitious about delivering care to customers in the communities that we operate and looking after people because every customer has a choice. They get up in the morning and they make a choice whether they come to this optometrist or that optometrist. And we want to be the optometrist that people think about when they think about eye care. And undoubtedly, it's very much about the phenomenal customer experience that needs to come after you finish with the clinical part of the journey. Now, that sounds easy and it sounds a little bit sort of like, you know, bumper sticker, but actually it requires a lot of motivation, a total commitment to care and service. These are the people that we're looking for and they need to be ambitious. They need to be business owners. Um, they might not have the complete business owner mind today, but we will help them get there. This is about what partnership is. This is very much about us working side by side with our own partners as well. Once we've chosen them and they've chosen us, we're here to support each other. Great. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been a pleasure. For those of you um, that want to contact Mike, his uh, email is below. You can contact him or go to the website that he recommended. And, and thank you so much for joining. Give us some insight on Spec Savers in Canada. Um, I wish you guys best of luck in your um, another 180 stores to open. So that's a big task to take. Thanks very much, Maria. Thank you for having me. And uh, if you're over in Canada, come in and um, see us. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.